shout. You might get what you're after. Cool, baby. Strange, but not a stranger. I'm an ordinary guy. Burning down the house. Hold tight. Wait till the party's over. Hold tight. We're in for nasty weather. There has got to be a way Burning down the house Here's your ticket, pack your bag Time for jumping overboard The transportation is here Close enough but not too far Maybe you know where you are Fighting fire with fire All wet Rob is Modern Life. 
FBR Radio 94.5 FM, listening online, back on the podcast. Hello to you. My name is Robbie Armfield. With me in the studio is Mitchell JC. Hey, thanks for having me, Robbie. Got Bernie Bolgi here yeah. as well. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. And Sophie Gordon. G'day. Hey, g'day. How are we going, guys? Thanks so much for being with us today. You can text in if you like, 0409 945 Would love to hear from you. <sighs> There's probably nothing more rewarding than having a good, long vacation after a rough and exhausting time at work, right? Mm-hmm, Being able to spend time with your family and friends, doing something fun, or even going on a trip is something that a lot of people look forward to. But what happens when they don't quite go to plan? Holidays mm. from Hell is the new program premiering tonight on Seven Smile Right Tonight. Pretty excited for that one. And Guy Goes Meat Crazy at McDonald's. Pretty much. Yeah. That's coming up next week. Stick around for that. <laughs> Uh, that's the sound of the newest vegan event taking uh, the inner west by storm. It's uh, Sydney vegans. <laughs> Sydney vegans calls for a fun night out that's also vegan friendly have been answered. Animatronic. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> Animatronic cockfights that for vegans, obviously the uh, robots, uh, has hit the warehouses of Mackville every Saturday night, and we caught the one on the weekend. It was awesome. More on that uh, later in the show, so stay close. And Alzheimer's. Can it actually be undone in five minutes? Whoa. We're going to be talking to a professor from the University of Toronto who th- reckons this might be possible. Very interesting, Sophie. I'm sure a lot of people will be interested in that one. One drink. Feeling good. Twelfth drink. Feeling crook. <sighs> the official five stages of intoxication have finally been revealed. If you stick around, we will be covering this on today's program. MedSoc summer cruise time is finally here. It's time to unwind after the year that was for first, second and third years in the med faculty at UNSW. So $160 gets you entry onto the cruise, free pizzas, free wine and beer and entertainment from DJs all night long. Tickets already on final release for MedSoc summer cruise. Meet at King Street Wharf number three at 4pm Saturday 5th of November. (laughs) We'll see you all there. And Charles and Camilla are in panic mode after new royal revelation. They've gone and hit the big red button over at HQ there, so uh, we're going to be deeping dive into what that means and what kind of ramifications that has for Australia. Plus... We're selling weed now. Call us, text us. 0409-945-945. Also, call 903-06945 if you want some of that good stuff. That sticky icky. Rob, but it's not for us. We're officially <laughs> selling weed now. Fuck so uh, get in touch if you want some. 0409 945 945. Oh, yeah. You've got to test it. Don't test it. <laughs> it's going to sell that shit, man. There is no vacuum in this stuff either, so... <laughs> And if you could build a bridge, if you could build a bridge anywhere in Sydney, where would you build it? We'd love to hear from you. Your dreams could become a reality after the break right here on RML.
Taking you back to 2012, Flume on top featuring T-shirt. Texts coming in. Holy fuck. Thank you, FBI, for this throwback. Peter in North Sydney. Whole site just shut down for this track. Ola. Cheers, Legends, Simo. Everyone on the text line, 0409-945-945. Getting in touch. It's awesome. Driving from Melbourne to Sydney on literally one hour sleep. Needed this Tunopolis from Mary... Office just went nuts for this one. Maxed out the UE at my desk and everyone had nostalgia for 2012. Simpler time. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Flume, I want, the to- I want the Top is a great song. Haven't heard in years. Thanks, RML. Dave in Kasula. Oh, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. This track has me <laughs> jacked up so much. That's another text in there from Anon. Road trip to the beach, skidding out on the wet roads listening to this shit. Damn, people are really loving this track. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We've got more here. God, it's really blowing up. Uh, Sight loved this. Makita was redlining just to compete with Chris and the painters singing. Haha, they were delivering the goods. Cheers for the absolute track attack, RML. On top, legends. Selling two selling two times tickets for Flume this December. Psych! Those tickets ain't going nowhere. Keen as for the show and so good with a throwback like this one. Oh, fuck. Somebody else says, I want to hit the festival circuit again. Thanks, legends. God, the song's going off, guys. People are freaking loving this, aren't they, Rob? Isn't that a snippet of it? Yeah, take me back to 2012. Take me back there. Hey, we love getting texts like this, so guess what? If you want to hear more, we might just play it again if we get keep getting texts like this one. So 0409 945 945. You can even call in, let us know how much you love this track. 903 06 945. You know what we do at FBI? We love bigging up local artists. And that one right there, Flume, young boy Flume. from Western Sydney. He's made it big. He got his start here, right here on FBI Radio, actually. That's right. We oh. love Western Sydney artists. Yeah. Flume absolutely coming out from right out there in the sticks. And we love it right here on FBI Radio. Now it's time for something a little bit different. That's right. Yeah, there's a um, there's a construction company, uh, Keel and Hardy. You might have heard about this in the news. It's done the rounds recently. They had a huge windfall. They've come into possession of quite a significant amount of concrete and steel, which is just sitting in a warehouse in Brookvale. The owner of the company, Keel and Hardy. He's freaking out because with the salty Brookvale sea breeze blowing into the warehouse incessantly, the steel faces a very real threat of oxidising and rusting. Mm. In a moment of revelation over a morning coffee, Killen realised that the materials he had were the exact requirements of a suspension bridge, which is pretty wild. So, And uh, Sydney Council's fucked him around a lot, and now... He, he wants to bypass them, you know, completely, just the whole system, and build this suspension bridge of his dreams here in Sydney. Oh my God. Um, you know, he wants to do it. So, what can uh, you do wait, just rewind a little bit. This guy, Keelan Hardy, he owns a construction company. He's got all these materials in a warehouse in, what, Brookvale? Yeah, right. And, and, and what, they're just going to... 
it's the exact specifications for a suspension bridge. Just so happens to be. It's a huge windfall. It's a large amount of kit. Mm. He's been in touch with council. He wants to build a bridge somewhere. They're not allowing it. But they're mucking him around. They're mucking him around. He doesn't have time because this these this kit is going to get rusted and oxidized to all hell from the book rail sea breeze that's coming through in T minus two weeks. Yeah. He needs to build this bridge such that it, you know we can use the materials. But where should he do it? Because he's going to go ahead and do it, isn't he, Soph? Oh yeah, he is. But where? This yeah. guy sounds like the new Elon Musk of Sydney or something. Like he's Very just going to get it done. Yeah. Very the true. The Adani of Sydney. Legit, yeah. yeah. Something around. really good. Someone to just do it, you know. Um, What's really cool that we've got him on board. This is where you come in, though. Where do you think a suspension bridge should be built in oh. Sydney? Because this is what we need. We need to have happen. You want you want materials to go to waste, or mm. do you want a bridge to be built? These are the front runner locations right now that we sort of ideated earlier in the day. We thought it could be good from North Head to South Head. Mm-hmm. Mm. Castle Crag to Seaforth, Middle Harbour. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Maud Lake to Putney Park. That would replace the ferry. But I think it would be a good use of the materials. Mm. Mm. Brooklyn Gorge 2. So it's just a second one at Brooklyn, just beside it, for better flow, better traffic flow. Sometimes it gets pretty backed up. If we had a second bridge, it would just allow things to flow a lot more smoothly, I think. Mm, another idea is Port Botany to Ramsgate because the airport hinders a lot of traffic flow. So if we built oh. one going that kind of east to west across there, in the um, air, yeah, that would go over. Yes, yeah. yeah. So that's a good one as well. I like your thinking there, Sophie. Going above just things. It doesn't need to be above water, does it? Right. We've got Marrickville to Leichhardt. Mitch, you said this one could be good—an overground one that mm. sort of bypasses mm. yep. a lot of foot traffic there. Yeah, it yep. have to be kind of suspended. The, the engineering would have to be interesting, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. I don't do know that. how they do that. But yeah, I'd, like, I'd like, I was thinking maybe just a few over Parramatta Road, like at multiple yeah. different points, you know, just avoid that traffic. Um, another one I was thinking was maybe like Mortlake to Ramsgate. What would be good about this one? Um, well, Mortlake, you know, just getting between the two areas quickly is pretty self-explanatory, I think. Um, and then... Ramsgate to Marrickville would be another that would be on the top of the priority list. Mm. I think bypassing a lot of traffic. Yeah, exactly. Bypassing a lot of traffic, and yeah, you know, it's Marrickville's a bit of a hub. It's becoming a bit of a hub lately, so getting there quickly would just I don't know ramp up everything infrastructure in the area. I would be sorry, Mitch. I would be so worried about the traffic um, coming in Mm. in and off the bridge. Once you're on the bridge, you're laughing, but like kind of. Yeah, know, especially on the, the way that we've designed it, like in our heads, sort of on the blueprints coming straight into Marrickville Road. Yeah, uh, yeah. The blueprint I'm not there, sure yeah. about that. Again, it doesn't need to go over a body of water. This is the most incredible thing that I think we came up with. Yeah, most of these don't. Most of these don't, because we've got heaps of bridges in Sydney that do go over water. Let's mix Mm. it up a bit, you know. Um, Marrickville to Sydney Airport. Um, Bernie, you like this one, because there's always traffic. So if you just bypass that and you go over it. Yeah. It's it's not it's a short one, but you'd be getting over kind of that Tempe Sydney area mm. straight into the belly of the beast, did like we, straight onto the runway. Did we say Ramsgate to Marrickville yet? No, we didn't actually. Oh, okay, Mitch, did you want to say something about that? <laughs> oh, this one's kind of close to my heart because um, yeah, I just go between the two a lot. You know, my partner's in one area in in one like, <laughs> but my mum's over in um sort of Marrickville area. So it just makes for an easy commute between the two, I think. So. Well, we've got no other place to put it, I guess. <laughs> so basically, if you're just joining us, we've got um, 
Keelan Hardy. He's had a huge windfall. He's a local construction company owner. And he's got a warehouse in Brookvale. He's got a huge windfall, all these materials, to make a suspension bridge. Two weeks to decide where to put it. Because uh, the council's mucking him around. So we want to hear from you. These are our ideas of where we might like to have a suspension bridge put in Sydney. But let's hear from you. 0409 945 945. That's the text line number. Where would you like to see a bridge built in Sydney? You can even call us if you like. Yeah. 903 06 945. We'd love to hear from you. This is a very pressing issue. We've only got two weeks, so I need to sort this one out. So short. RML right now. This is the new one from Caroline Polachek. Keelan Hardy, he's got lots of materials in Brookvale. Sydney Council is stuffing him around. He wants to build a suspension bridge. If he doesn't do it in the next two weeks, those materials are going to go to oxidising waste. They're going to rust up and not be good for anything. So he wants to make a bridge happen, and we asked you where you'd like to see one. Mort Lake to North Head would help my commute heaps, says Ryan. Bondi Junction to Putney would help quite a bit, so says Megan. Uh, there's also Mortlake to Leichhardt, uh, the Italian Forum, so I guess straight into that Italian Forum. That one works for me too, that's close enough to Marrickville, I love that idea. Um, just coming straight into the, uh, the Italian Forum there, that would be amazing. Any others there, Burn? We got uh, Cockatoo Island to Darling Harbour, via Mortlake actually, so huh. I guess it goes west, loops around. Uh, this is some serious infrastructure that's going to be made yeah. there, but... Um, yeah. Have you Scott? If he's got the raw material, they've got it. Yeah, yeah. And they need a, they need a. Um, Keelan Hardy needs needs this stuff made. Otherwise, it's going to go rusting in that Brookvale breeze. So straight up, thanks for getting in touch, guys. Uh, really appreciate um, uh, when you do that on the text line. Over oh nine nine Aches and pains, difficulty turning the head, migraines, trouble seeing, and stiffness in the upper regions of my body. Most of us will recognise these feelings and know what it's like to wake up with a dodgy neck every once in a while. My neck, my neck, my neck, and my neck. It's a terrible feeling and a fast track to starting the day off on the wrong foot, right? And too often, we pick ourselves up and go on with our days without acknowledging it, right? It's something that we need to get better at. Effectively making the problem worse. So, let's talk about it. Today on RML, the top times we've woken up with a dodgy neck. Yeah, for me, it was, like, not even that long ago. Probably last month, and oh, I what? was just... I was doing nothing all, you know, all day, you know, and uh, I was just, like, in my room. The, I remember it being light outside the window, and all of a oh. sudden I look up, and it's completely dark. Um, mm. There's bats flying oh. around and stuff. I was like, oh, my God. And I realised, get this, 
I had been scrolling TikTok for four hours. Oh. So I was like, I just went, I took myself off to bed, went to sleep straight away. But I tell you what, the next morning, because I'd just been oh, no. sitting on a chair, oh, just head completely down, looking at the phone for four hours. That's going to leave your oh. neck feeling some kind of way. The next morning, next m- my neck was so bummed. Oh. I oh, actually so rough to have a... Uh, this is probably the worst my neck has ever been. I was walking home one night and uh, it was like... you know, I'm not easily scared, but there was like this sound <clears throat> whipped my head around and uh, to see if like what was the, where the sound was coming from. Like really just spun around. Like gave myself... Well, I would have given myself whiplash, but... I didn't. It felt fine at the time, but like I think that's just how my body works. Like it really takes time to like settle in those injuries. So like I was like, oh fine, I go to bed. Next morning, just like bro, my neck. Oh, it Ooh. hurt the next day. I'll tell you that. Oh, slipped a disc. Yeah. Slipped a disc. That's something. Oh. It's no good, isn't it? Really, it makes it's the worst way to start your day. I had a similar thing recently. I got a I got a Scottish massage in Warwickville that felt so good. But when I woke up the next day. Oh, I was no. writhing around in agony in my bed, oh. screaming, legs flailing about. <laughs> I was flailing about like a little newborn. It was. Oh I, I felt so sick oh, and bro. sore, and I didn't know what Your to neck. do. Honestly, my neck. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh. Oh, what about nice you, rough. Mitch? When did you uh, hurt your neck recently? Let's yeah. talk about it. Too often we leave this under the rug. Yeah, so I actually woke up with uh, the most cricked neck <laughs> of my life um, the night before. Um, so, you know, this was a little while ago. The night before I was at this restaurant and um, uh, yeah, I was uh, there. Well, um, a restaurant? Oh, yeah. Well, what was it? Um, in Sydney, just... Uh, God, I can't remember. Maybe what was it? Um, can you describe it? Maybe one of us knows what it's like. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was like this really nice steak lounge in Paddington. Uh, God, for the life of me, uh, kind of had a large thirty by twenty dining area at the front. Um, mm. Flowed nicely into a sort of smaller back area adjacent to the kitchen that you uh, walked up a small staircase, just a few steps to get to. Mm. Okay, do you guys? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Do you guys? Uh, don't know. So steak lounge. Oh God, yes, uh, steak lounge in Paddington. Um, actually, I remember a lot more about it pretty vividly. So um, they specialised in steaks, obviously being a steak lounge. And I remember what I ate. Uh, it was delicious. It was kind of a hot dog steak fusion. Mm. Um, they served it on these really classy silverware dish things, uh, and the waiters were all like, kind of, you know, devil may care attitude. And it, uh, it's just such a, you know, lovely atmosphere. Okay, so you're at this restaurant, and what's your neck like? Your neck hurt like the next day, or? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, coming back to me. Um, far out. Uh, what's it called? So yeah, we went to this steak uh, restaurant. Oh god, they did like wood fire steak. <laughs> ah, that's right. Wait, was it in Paddington? Yeah, yeah, in Paddington. Ah, oh, I remember that. That was part of the. That was part of the gimmick here. Oh my god. Um, so on Oxford Street, between William and Elizabeth Street, I uh, checked my Uber transactions, and that's where uh, it says it dropped me. Okay, and you hurt your neck there. Yeah. You, can you describe like the? Do you remember that like what it looked like the front or? So on the front, it said there's a big wooden sign. 
Um, I think it said steak something. It's like a steak lounge. Was it an I'm expensive sure. place? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I woke up the next day and checked my bank transaction account to see how much it cost. Um, yeah. That is that when you excellent. is that when you hurt your neck when you check the bank transaction? <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been actually. Now that I think about it, that's good. Okay, maybe you know if you're listening, you know where this was. Paddington, a sort of a steak lounge. Yeah, steak lounge. Steak lounge. Woodfired steak with hot dog. Woodfired, fusion. yeah, hot fusion. dog fusion. All right, I'd yeah, love an upstairs please. and a downstairs. Please help if you know. 0409 945 945 Paddington Steak Lounge. Nice devil may care atmosphere. Yeah, from the way. Quite expensive. Quite expensive. Oh yeah, <laughs> I could tell okay, you that. But much. the food was good. The food was fantastic. Oh. Atmosphere next level. But okay. well, can we find this place? Because I want to go. Yeah, that's good. Please. I don't know if anyone Please. out there knows can jog my memory. I think it just had a big wooden sign with Steak Lounge on the front in Paddington. Yeah. Mostly does steak related stuff. Get in touch. Let Get us know. Touch. RML. Before the break, you were telling us about a location that you went to for dinner in Oxford Street, mm. Paddington. Paddington area, yep. Steak it, Like steak, hot dog fusion, devil may care attitude of the staff. Yep. Nice, quite expensive. Yeah. You couldn't oh, remember yeah. the name of it, though. No, it's evading me for whatever reason. Mm. Um, so you've been getting in touch on the text line, 0409-945-945. Sarah reckons it might be the unicorn. That's in Paddington. Was it the oh. unicorn? unicorn? I don't know. Does that, is that on like a big wood panel that says like steak lounge above it? Oh. I don't know. I'm actually not sure. Hmm. Another one here. Already. Uh, is that Outback Steakhouse? No. No, it's not Outback Steakhouse. Okay, there mm. was another one saying is it, it kind of sounds like Hog's Breath Cafe. Real nice, classy atmosphere and heaps of steak options. No, I've never been to Hog's Breath. Is it Steak Lounge? Someone says. Steak, actually oh. called Steak Lounge. Is it Steak uh, Lounge? Ah, uh, okay. Might need to get back on that one, but. Steak maybe. Lounge Paddington. Hmm. With a big wooden sign out the front that says. They say line. big wooden sign out the front. Huh? I don't know. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll check that one up. But yeah. it sounds pretty likely, actually, now that I think about it. That's okay. probably it. All right, steak lounge then. When she hunched, she's strategic and she's like focused. This behavior doesn't feel predatory to me. It took a long time to actually like process it. But I couldn't help thinking. She's playing with a fish. Twenty twenty. The year we'd rather forget. But it wasn't all bad, was it? There was time to reconnect with oneself, learn a new recipe in the kitchen, and enjoy a fantastic documentary, namely My Octopus Teacher, which was released that year. I'm sure you've all seen it too. It was this wonderful exploration of one South African male's fascination with a small octopus and the things that it taught him about life. Mm, A fantastic piece of work that really illuminates what it means to be alive. Well, if you enjoyed that film, you will be very happy to learn that it has been greenlit for a sequel. My Octopus Teacher 2 is set for release in the middle of next year, and that's not the only news that we have for you. 
Yeah, so the producer is actually Bernie's uncle, and he's sorting us out with the opportunity to make the theme song for it. So obviously, yeah, yeah. yes. So obviously, thank you, Bernie. Thank you, Bernie's uncle. We uh, we want to put our best oh, foot yeah. forward uh, with this opportunity, and as it could lead to more work and you know, stuff of that nature, and uh, pretty exciting. Exactly right. Exactly right. So um, over the re- over the weekend, right, Ben, we put some ideas together individually, mm. and we'll. We'd spent, uh, we, you know, we went, we went away and came back today. We haven't heard each other's ideas, but uh, today mm-hmm. we're about to. We're going to hear what, been, what we've been cooking up uh, with the intention of hopefully kind of like merging them together with the best of, of all of our ideas into one super piece for My Octopus Teacher 2 theme song. This is going to be so good because, oh, like, not every day you get these kind of opportunities do you? Exactly. Mm. And it's so good to have your uncle that has allowed us this opportunity. It's a big deal. My Octopus Teacher 1 got released on Netflix. Everyone was talking about it. Yeah. We all saw it. It's very inspiring. It went straight to the top oh. of the charts. Yeah, straight to the top. So, My so Octopus Teacher moment. 2, we're going to be able to make the theme song. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as you heard at the top of the show, like, we're musical. We love to make music and have fun with music. So, this is just the most golden opportunity for us. Dude. So. Chills. I, I, just chills. <laughs> oh my God, I haven't heard. I, I mean, I've been preparing my own version of what I think this could be like. Yeah, yeah. You guys have all been doing the same. So let's go mm-hmm. around the room now. This is the first time I'm hearing what you all have put together, oh and vice nervous. versa. Yeah. Sophie, let's hear what you've put together for my octopus teacher to the theme song that we're going to be collating. Okay. Hope you guys like it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Open your eyes, guys. Wow. Sophie. Sophie, you transported me right into the depths there. Mm. Yeah, I went for the aquatic underwater kind of theme. I could just picture, you know, like sea uh, sea life, ocean life, just going about their business, Mm. you know, underwater. Mm. I think that's a really appropriate, really strong idea. Thank you. I I went with a slightly different one. I'm not sure. I'm a little bit embarrassed now that I hear that one. Um, Don't be, Rob. Come on. Well, Well, yeah, I'm really excited. We'll hear them all. We'll get the best of the of what each idea brings. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right, Benny, isn't it? Because we've all got something different to bring to the table. It doesn't all have to be like perfect, you know, like Sophie's one. It can all, you know, we can have different stuff going on. So, um, all right. Well, this is my idea for my Octopus Teacher 2's theme song. Again, just be So, warm. Rob, talk us through the <laughs> well, br- uh, how you interpreted, like, you know, what um, it meant, what it meant. What's the soundtrack, the brief, you know? Well, so I love the first one. Yeah. And I loved what it brought to the table in terms of things that you learn in life and mm. connection to nature and things like that. Um, so, but I also, what brings to mind as well is that it's a sequel. Yeah. And I think that I don't want sequels to be the same as the original. I hope ah. that's okay to say. Uh, mm. So basically my idea is a little bit, I don't really know much about the project, but this is a little bit different to how they did it in the first one. 
Okay, I'll just Can let the music. Just play I'm it, just man. gonna <laughs> say I'm 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 nervous, oh, but I'll just let the music speak for itself. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Each moment is so precious because it's so short. Honest feedback, oh, be honest. Rob, that, I feel like I'm in the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Really? I love that percussion, like the like marimba. That was dun, 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 dun. Oh. I love that motif. It was just like a little bit otherworldly. Thanks. Um, I wasn't sure if that like was going to come Like you're going on a off. journey, you know? Oh, yes, yeah. thanks. Honestly, Rob, if the octopus girlfriend guys don't pick that up, then I reckon Jim Cameron needs that for Avatar 2. The what? That, <laughs> the what? The what? Wow. You know? Thanks. Like, that is so good. Now, what did you say the movie, movie the was? The octopus, um, octopus teacher. Well, no, what did you say before? Octopus teacher. To He's saying that John, James Cameron should take it for Avatar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I reckon. Hey, okay. Praise of the highest order. All right, Bernie, let's hear what you had, what, what you're going to bring to the table here for my octopus teacher to the theme song that we're going to put together. When I heard the brief for this one, guys, I got so excited. I don't often get the chance to compose for film and TV, so I was pumped to be working on this prestigious movie thanks to my uncle. Unfortunately, however, when I sat down to, at my keyboard to hash out ideas. I was shitting bricks. I hadn't seen the first movie. I was getting imposter syndrome. Also, I just got broken up with, so I guess it's apt with the title. Here's my idea for Octopus Girlfriend theme. Pretty angsty, but uh, <laughs> what did you say? What, you what did you say the name of the movie was that you're making this film? Oh, Octopus Teacher. So you, two. you thought it was my octopus girlfriend, didn't you? Well, okay, caught out. That's what I thought it was, and that's what the song was about. But it was cool. Yeah, yeah. that was a kind of epic. That you know yeah. that real epic vibe. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Mm. I definitely liked so it. I definitely liked it. Maybe we can take some some stuff from that one for the collation. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for honesty. But mm. no worries. All right, Mitchell, what did you put together? Uh, um. So, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know how well mine's going to meld with um, your guys' ones. Um, I don't know. I just I thought it was going to be a lot more sort of like a heartwarming journey kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, I, I didn't really... I, didn't, I brought my other laptop, so I don't have the full thing. That That's I've okay. Got. What is it? Well, I've only got my like phone recording of... Um, just like this guitar sort of bit that I've been working on for it. Okay. All right. Um, Should we plug in the orcs or? Yeah, I don't know. It was just like this really beautiful sort of chord thing that I okay. found. Yep. Plug I'll it in. Play it. Yeah, I'll just play okay, it off my just phone. Play it plug in the orcs there. Right. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, go ahead. That is beautiful. Is it? Oh, it reminds me of Eddie Vedder's work on the Into the Wild soundtrack. You know the. Oh, of course. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's, that's a sound of what I was going to. That's great. Pretty big compliment, that's... Rob. Wow. Well, I loved it. I mean, what can I say? That's so good. I reckon if we put those four together, we've got a soundtrack on our hands. Mm. Definitely. Definitely. Oh my God, this is so exciting. RML. I'll call my uncle. Please. dark, pitch black. The house was silent besides the scratching. A cockroach? An animal of some kind. A possum, perhaps. I wasn't sure, but I was slowly becoming increasingly scared. What was that? Slowly starting to sweat, petrified. The sound continued unabated, leering, relentless, scary as all My eyes were open and the room was pitch black. A void. A black hole slowly filling with my fear. Giggles now. Disembodied giggles in my room. Scratching and giggles. 
This was no animal. I shut up in my bed and stared straight ahead. What I saw can only be described as terrifying. Like Halloween on steroids. I wanted to scream out of fear. The scream. The scream stagnant in my throat like an Antarctic icicle. Cold and still. milky apparition that resembled a small, half-young boy, half-dog entity. Minuscule. Tiny. It was scratching at my bedpost and leering at me. I want to go to Disneyland! <laughs> Scratch me. Oh, this... I was frozen with fear. We both remained in silence, and I could feel the blood drain from my face. It unleashed an otherworldly shriek for half a second, so brief, I thought it may not have even happened. I mustered the courage to turn my head away. I thought if I could not see it, maybe it would leave, but I could still feel its presence. I need chocolate ice cream, it screamed. Then before I could even lift a finger, it was besides me in the bed and woofed directly in my face. An almost translucent but weighty orange ball dropped into my lap. It was now panting in my ear. <laughs> I waited an eternity in fear until a low communicative mumble came from it that I couldn't quite decipher. It must have understood my confusion and it screamed, Throw my damn ball! Trembling, I slowly reached out for the ball, but it's in its place. It was now a PlayStation 2 controller that connected directly to my television. I can't beat the stupid beat level! The, stupid level. the game began game playing, began and I was immediately faced with a quiet suburban house. And my in-game character immediately approached the house and knocked on the door. The knock instantly sent the, do- the boy dog into a frenzied barking rage. I looked down in-game and realised I was holding a parcel. I was a postman, it figured. Curiosity got the best of me, and I opened it. <laughs> 